Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy break. Happy everything, guys. Yeah. Yeah. This is our mid-season finale. Have you ever had one of those before? Definitely not. No, we've had like a a season finale. Yeah. we We did Awesome Ladies Live season finale last year. And this is our... And we didn't formally end season one. It was just kind of like... No, it was just like, we're doing a kind of new thing. So like, season two now. Season two! Here are our interviews. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So this is fun. Yeah, we're going to take a little break. We're going to bring you guys new episodes, uh, remixed episodes from The Vault. Because when we asked you guys what you want to hear, 90% of the answers were from episodes we already did. So we're going to bring you... From the Vault episodes for the next couple of weeks. Well, do we take a little break to figure out what we're doing? Well, no. Literally to bring you the rest of season three. Um, it's yeah. all figured out. We just need to do it. Yeah. Um, so you guys are going to get our best episodes with brand new intros from us. Because uh, we love to keep in touch every week and we just need to talk. So we'll bring you intros and you'll get the best episodes that we did from season one and season two. And we're so excited. They will be themed perfectly for what's coming up. And uh, we're excited. Yeah, because like Christmas, New Year's, like start of a new year, like that's where the podcast was a year ago at its start. So <laughs> a lot of the same topics apply. So we're like, why we record when they were so in the moment fresh and good when we did them a year ago so totally i love that from the vault and guys don't my voice is a little scratchy those of you who have been listening you know i've been teaching this this fall and since september and the thing that needs a break is my voice my voice is these kids i love them but uh yeah so my voice if it sounds funny it's the kids fault but i'm on on break now so yes and they're not bad they're good kids and I love them they're just loud so I have to be louder but my voice is like not having it your voice sounds amazing and now you have 11 days to rest and scrapbook Uh, say it again (laughs) um your December daily is looking amazing yeah it's been a lot of fun I've been um I'm really excited to make a blog post on my blog about the little sketching, like, what do you call that in film? Storyboarding. Storyboarding, storyboarding, yeah. The little storyboarding I've been doing for my December Daily is hysterical. Like, the way that it translates, so I can't, in my head, I'm going to take a picture of each little (laughs) storyboarded thing and then, like, cross look at it with how the page really came out. And it's just, like, comedic gold it's hysterical I can't wait to see that yeah so that's how it's been getting done all throughout the week when I'm in crazy teacher manic state I'll jot 
what I think I want the story or the letter to be and the pictures that I know that I have and if I want it full page or, you know, so I'll jot it and literally like come Saturday, come the past three weeks of Saturdays and Sundays, I've just blasted out the week like the best I could. And then in the week, like I'll need one more letter or I'll need to embellish a page. So I'll fill it in during the week quickly. But so I've been doing them. I've been doing each week the weekend after so I've been doing a bunch of pages at a time but now with the break I'm excited to actually try it daily to do like one a day that sounds awesome I have been getting stuck with pictures I'm doing such a bad job of taking pictures and so this has been like my vice the entire year I am struggling so hard with like putting the phone down but also the phone is what I take pictures with. So in putting the phone down, I'm not taking pictures. Mm. So I need to be more intentional about taking pictures. And I think it might mean taking out my camera. I mean, yeah, if that's what's going to inspire you to do it. And like, well, so... It's like this whole big chain of events. It's so weird how like like you need to do the, everything you need to do be, to be able to make a scrapbook page. So you need to be able to print out the pictures. The, you need to be able to actually get pictures to put them on the page. Whether you print them out at home, whether you print them out like... And for December Daily, you kind of need to be able to print them out at home. I mean, it's kind of... In order to do the daily project, you're not going to be, you know, getting pictures printed at Walgreens or CVS every single day. You could. That's dedication, man. That's like crazy dedication. I mean, you could get like one 29 cent print every day. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm just thinking about that now. Right. If like CVS is like across from you and you wanted to take a little walk there every day, that is not a big deal. You're right. But that would be funny. They would come in every day and be like, my picture, please. (laughs) Right. No, they would really. I wonder what they would think about, like, you at the end of the day. Um, But, like, if you're doing it weekly, that makes sense. Like, if you're, like, storyboarding and then, like, picking up your pictures at the end of the week, that's that's pretty cool. But since I am printing out my pictures, like, on my big computer, using my big printer, why don't I just pick up my big camera? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Also, as an alternative to that as well, I had mentioned that I was excited to focus on the letters this year because I, if it was about the letters, it wouldn't have to be about the photos. So I feel like you could also think of it that way. If you wanted to just write a letter or tell a story and make it about embellishments, kind of like your morning pages is, but in the longer, skinnier format, you know. Uh, anyway. The most success that I've had are the pages that I've focused on, like, um, the shows that I've watched or the, the pages that I set up that haven't had photos because I'm struggling with printing my photos. Yeah. Whether it's like, because it's a pain in the ass to get them off my phone and onto my computer. Mm -hmm. Like, they all upload to Google Drive and then, like, I have to move them into Lightroom and then, like, what size do I want them to be? Do I want to, like, put them all into Photoshop to put them all into one eight and a half by 11 paper? Or do I want to waste my paper? And it's all of those decisions that, like, fatigue me. Yeah. 
I get you. And what's funny to, for me is that I've been still like with the grief and a lot of the emotional stuff going on this month, a lot of my nice escape has been like, let me YouTube December Daily or let me check Ali's blog. Like I've still been actively trying to get inspired for the project. So what I've noticed is like, yes, I love, like you look at Allie as like the standard and I love how she incorporates everyday photos. I love how her December Daily goes by day and in the moment. But I know for me, it can't be that way. So like, I and what I realized through everyone's inspiration is when you like move apart the trees and the fog of like what, what this person does and what that person does. At the core of it all is like, I just want to experience the month in a crafty, papery way that's fun for me. Like, as long as that is happening, like, so I've been having that happen through, like, again, like what I showed you this morning, the page that I did about the podcast and you and stuff. Like, I pulled that from earlier this year. Like, it's just a story that I want to tell in December, but with photos from earlier. Like, as long as I'm having fun telling something, like, and the fact that it's December too, it could kind of, whatever your story is for the day could be a tribute or a happy memory to something from the year that you want to address. So it doesn't have to be like daily. So I think that that is exactly the thing that I came to yesterday. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to find a story that I want to tell today. And so a lot of my life does not revolve around the holidays in December. I don't have a big family that I live with. I don't have a big family that's here with me, um, especially that celebrates Christmas. Um, Jeff loves Christmas, uh, <laughs> but we don't really do all that much to celebrate Christmas during December. So I don't have a lot of Christmas stories to tell in my December daily. Especially since I've been doing December Daily for a long time. And in my past books, I've told a lot of my Christmas story because Mm -hmm. I lived, I didn't live with my parents, but I lived near my parents. And I spent many Christmases with my grandmother. And like so many of my family stories, my growing up stories, I've already told. And I don't really want to just spend all of my December Dailies retelling all of my old stories. I want to, because I am an everyday scrapbooker. This is what I do. I tell my everyday stories. Yeah. I've just been forgetting to take my everyday pictures this year. So yesterday I was like, I need to take an everyday photo. So I have my headaches. I talk about them a lot on the show because they are a huge part of my life. And one of the things that's been going on for me this month is that I have been prescribed a brand new medicine by my doctor. And what I mean by brand new medicine is it's brand new to me, but it's also brand new to, like, the world. It just got approved by the FDA in May, and it's the first, um, one of the first medications to be approved for migraine use, period. And so the thing is, is that it is a, it's a self-injection. Oh. Yeah. Not a pill. Not a pill. So, like, it's, like, way serious. It it makes me... It, it's it's very strange. It's a very strange process. It's a very strange thing to go through. And so it's been this thing that, like, has been a little bit more than any other new medicine. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the doctor and her uh, 
nurse filled out a whole bunch of forms for me. Um, and then the drug manufacturer called me and it gets shipped overnight on ice from a specialty manufacturer. It has to go in the refrigerator. And then, um, it, so it came yesterday and I was like, oh, okay, this is a, this is something that is a big deal to me. This is a brand new medicine that could change things very drastically in my life. I want to document this. This is my story. Not only is it my story for the day, but it is an integral part of my life. Yeah. So I took this photo. Um, and then later on that day, a woman from the drug manufacturer came to the house to show me how to use the medication. Which was, I mean, fascinating because. Did you know I, she was coming or was she like, hi? <laughs> no, she had called earlier. She had called okay. um, on Monday to ask if I had re- received the medicine and said, like, this is, you know, this is who I am. I'm the person who's going to come and teach you how to use the medication and make sure that you know how to, that it's safe to use, make sure that it came correctly and. Because they like they also sent me one of those you know biohazard sharp boxes to put all the needles in, um, and like it's it it was a very weird and strange experience for me. Like I've never, I mean I've obviously never used needles before, so like I've never injected myself or I've never had to I've never had to take my blood. I've never had to do any of that. Mm-hmm. So. She came and she showed me how to do, like, how to, you know, clean the area and yeah. how to, you know, wash and prepare my hands and do all of the areas, you know, make sure that I had everything before um, I did the injection. And it was, it was, it made me very nervous. And it was one of those things, like, um, when I, when I did, because you do it in your, in your leg, in your upper thigh. Mm-hmm. Like, you can also do it in your stomach, but that's, that makes, I don't know. Um, And, like, I was really glad that I had somebody else there with me. Because, like, when, I don't know, I, I, it's like an EpiPen. Yeah. It's just like an EpiPen. I think, like, it's the exact same housing as an EpiPen. Um, But I did it. And, like, you're supposed to, it clicks, and then you count to 15, but apparently, like, I, I started counting very quickly because that's what you do when you're nervous. Yeah. And then she started counting slower. And I was like, okay. Like, thank God somebody's here with me doing this for the first time because this is scary. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad. Like, I'm so glad that I took that picture. Because I had no idea that, like, she was coming that day. Because mm-hmm. um, it's the Friday before Christmas. And I'm sure she had so many other things to do. And, like, I know she is, like, out of Detroit. And, like, an hour that's an hour and a half away. And, like, yeah. I got this medicine the, literally the Friday before Christmas. So. Yeah. And it can stay in the fridge for, like, a year. So, I mean, I haven't been on this medicine before. What's another couple of days yeah so i'm really really glad that i took the time to say hey 
this is the story that I want to tell. I need to take this picture now. So stop. Take two minutes. Take five minutes to take this picture. Uh And I don't know what it is. I really think it has to do with the phone is my best camera. Yeah. And I want to be, I don't want to be that person who is always on her phone. Yeah. And, like, that's one of those things that going, like, going into the new year, I, especially with the iOS 12, where it's like, this is how much you've been on your phone. I wonder if I have that. Um, it's the, it's the new update, um, that came out a couple of, I guess probably more than a month ago now, where, like, each week it'll tell you, this is how much time you've spent on your phone, this is how much time you've spent on this app, this is how much time you've spent on this app, and, like... (laughs) each day oh god (laughs) yeah it's it's an eye opener and it'll be like oh yeah here you spent 57 minutes on instagram on thursday Mm -hmm. i'm like okay well at least it was thursday on thursday three when i was liking everyone's stuff yeah um like oh okay good that's great um and then it'll be like okay you spent 10 percent time less on your phone this week or you spent 12 percent more time on your phone than you did last week and it's really so I need to, I don't know what it is. I need to break that thing that's like, take the phone, use it as a camera. But not in the way that it's the phone. And so, yeah. Is anyone else struggling with this? I would love to know if anyone else is struggling with this because it's, yeah. it's really something that I'm struggling with. Well, what's been helping me, because I have been incorporating way more photos than I thought I would. For some reason, but I think it's because with the storyboarding, I kind of predict the, the story that I want to tell or like I'll catch something like in my classroom, like the kids, I we did like DIY ornaments on the tree. So I'd catch it and go, oh, I got to take a picture of that tomorrow. Like I'll, I'll, and then I'll know the phone is coming out to snap five pictures, pick the best of the five and the phone doesn't come out after. Like it is, I, I am being good at like, not even like pre-planning it's more like catching something I want to document not even stressing about it in the moment and knowing that in the next day or two I'll get it and then knowing that it's on the phone I'll work it into my storyboard so it's like I've been planning to just whip the phone out as a camera and put it away but it's not really a plan it's more like a jot I don't know if that helps. Like, or when I go to therapy Friday nights, like I have my soup. So I know I'm going to take a picture of my soup. I don't stress all Friday about what, what's going to be the picture. I know I'm going to get my soup or, and then if I walk two blocks, I'll see the empire state building and I know that'll go in. So I know I could turn that into a page in a story without needing my, my phone out all day long. What can I get? What can I get? Like, I know that that's going to be that day's one photo. That's great. Right. I mean, I feel like, because then you don't have to, keep it out or make sure you have it it's just for that small period of that day you're going to try and scout a couple of photos for that story i love that yeah and like even if you know you're going to horrocks like you could say what all right i'm going to horrocks i'm going to find one holiday thing i can like pop i totally forgot to take pictures at horrocks you have to i want to see horrocks in the holidays oh my god it was great (laughs) i got so much stuff from my parents which i didn't oh my god right so this is the thing right Okay, so <laughs> holiday presents. Let's talk about holiday presents. Let's do it. I, my mom was like, what do you want? And like, my mom <laughs> loves getting me kitchen gadgets. 
and kitchen appliances and then I make things and then I show it to her and she like that's it's one of the things that it just is is that's how we show love to each other yeah but I mean I have everything I don't need any more kitchen things I just don't I literally don't I have them all and like I was like, what other thing do I want? I was like, oh, okay, food dehydrator so that I can take all the tomatoes and like dehydrate them or take all the peppers that we grow and dehydrate them. Mm-hmm. But like the pro- like literally the problem is is that the only food dehydrators are either $300 or $50 and then they break after a year. And so, like, I don't want my mom to buy me a $300 food dehydrator. <laughs> like, I just, I don't want a $300 food dehydrator. Yeah, like, just it just communicate. Yeah. And she was like, but I'll get you one. And I was like, I know, but I, but like, I, I don't, <laughs> I, like, I would rather you get me, like, something like something else anything on our gift guide episode <laughs> right and so like and so we talked about it and like we had like r- like a really good like adult conversation about like you know i know that's what you love to give us i know that's like this thing and but i just i i i and i know you want to get us things for christmas and so we were like you know and so like i i suggested new bedding because we like we would that's not something we would ever buy for ourselves and she was like mm, that's boring and I was like I know and then I was like well what about all those like stores that we took you to when you were out here that you loved Horrocks and we took her to our other favorite grocery stores Monticello's is a great butcher and we have this other great butcher and she's like yes I love that idea and she called um she called them all and I think she sent us over gift certificates because there are are envelopes from all of them and they're under the, the tree and so like it was such a great thing to have that conversation with her about like I I loved that we were able to do that as like adult people of like, hey, I know I said that like this would be a really good gift, but then like we all looked into it and like it just Yeah. Please don't do that. Like yeah. like we don't ne- like we don't need <laughs> things like that. Yeah. We just I don't. I know. My mom had the same or a very similar conversation with me, like just this morning, like just like basically disclaimering that I didn't get you anything this year. And I'm like, mom, like when I saw John and his new girlfriend on my phone and was driving home in tears, I was able to drive to your house, burst through the door and give you a hug. Like that was three weeks ago. Like that's I get like, enough. that's, that's, that's what I need when I'm sick or I think I'm going to get sick. You like whip me up like your cure all chicken soup. Like that is enough. And like on demand, like, are you kidding me? Like I, I but like, what's crazy is that she's still feels that guilt I'm like you know like because I get I I mean I feel it that I have to do it for other people and stuff too so I get it but I just think like you know right just communicating that it's okay 
it's more than okay. <laughs> like, please let me give you the gift of not having to stress that you didn't get a gift. Like, right. Yeah. So it's like so unnecessary because she is just gifting me all year long with like the right things. Right. And those are like real gifts. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, you know, we talked about it in a few episodes this month, but it's just silly. The whole thing is silly. It's why Christmas bumps itself down on my list, you know, because of the the importance on all that. But that tends to happen. But it doesn't have to if you don't make it happen. But yeah, otherwise, you know, I got my sister this robe that I ended up getting myself. So that was a gift that took care of itself too. And I'm going to get her, she moved into her new apartment. I'm going to get her like, she said, don't get me anything for my apartment because I know I won't like it. I need my style. So what I'm getting her is like my favorite bath wash and our favorite apricot scrub and my favorite, like all the toiletries and extra, like the survival kit, I guess. You That's know, we kind of so perfect. Yeah, and we kind of talked about that in the in the gift guide. So I was yeah. like, so I kind of worked that in. So I'm getting her that and the robe, and like that's it. Like that's my people. Like I don't, we don't do that in my family. Like I'm not gonna extra get. <laughs> One of the best gifts that I got when I moved into my first apartment was from my aunt, who went to the grocery store and spent. Probably a hundred dollars yeah. on Clorox. Yeah. She got a Swiffer with all the extras and she got I mean, she literally set me up with cleaning supplies for like it's six the stuff months you don't or a realize year. you're so busy getting the big stuff that you don't realize the little essentials. <laughs> and it was it was I you know what, it was just really the best. It was so thoughtful and just so It was it was just really really great. That was so yeah. great, it, and I, and of all the things, I mean, that was what ooh, I was nineteen. Oh my god, was I really nineteen? Twenty? <laughs> um, I don't even remember. Oh man. Um, but yeah, no, she and it was awesome. You know, garbage bags, little garbage bags, and like some they were the nice ones. You know, the tiny little waste bags that were scented with vanilla. And I was just like, oh, I would never buy that for myself. I know. It's it's this, again, like one of those necessary, functional, thoughtful. And then to gather that stuff, too, that's not an easy thing to like right? the accumulation of all and like the stuff. And she put it all in like a bucket and it was fantastic. Yeah. And I think my, my, my cousin's wife, my cousin now, um... She's amazing at Christmas. She has everything done for Christmas by Thanksgiving, which is, that is skillful. It's right. It's, <laughs> it's like a literal like something that you could. It's like I don't those know. extreme couponers. Like when you put the time, it pays she's, off. She's like, amazing, and she, I, yeah. she's. I, I don't know. She's like twenty six. It's a gift. It's a it's a <laughs> actual talent that you should like export. Um, but you know what I think another thing is? Well, she, I think she does it all year round. Like, she starts in, like, July. And she's really, like, she's so good at, like, knowing people. She's one of those people that just knows. Mm-hmm. Like, the second I saw her, my cousin, my cousin has been doing this thing called Chili Wednesday for 10 years. Where it's just this party and everyone's invited. And it's, uh, it's the cousin and the party that I stole Everyone Loves Everyone, ELE. Um... <laughs> 
I love him. He's my favorite cousin. <laughs> I don't, it's, well, we you won't know, tell my, the other ones. He's my favorite cousin on I Can't because one of my other, my other favorite cousin listens to the show. So he's my favorite cousin um, on, what, t- what day is it? Saturday. He's my favorite cousin on Saturdays. <laughs> um, and Faithy is my favorite cousin on Sundays. And Aaron is my favorite cousin on Mondays. And, <laughs> and we got, the list goes on. Um, but, why was I talking about so okay so so Christina is amazing at Christmas and one of the things I think is a really really good idea which I have now right is when you buy something that you love just get another one especially if it's buy one get one and that's your gift and just like store them and just I feel like we've gotten so much better at life this year (laughs) there I feel like there was a major growth spurt like emotional and like resourceful growth spurt for me i agree i I agree i feel like like our our tool belt has like gotten so much more full and coinky dink that the podcast is one years old like this year was the year of the podcast and then we feel so evolved and so like more equipped could it have been the podcast Hmm. yeah i really (laughs) i wonder if our listeners feel the same (laughs) Yeah, we'd love to know how, like, what have you learned from the podcast? Because we've learned, oh my God, we've learned so much. Uh, but what have you guys learned? And like, <laughs> I learned a little too much, I think. It's, it's, it's so, there's been so much, I mean, we've done so much growth. I hope you guys have done some growth. Growth is my favorite. It's my second favorite. My first favorite is problem solving. In my values list, um... I love values. <laughs> shout values out to Tiffany Hahn. Yeah, shout out to Tiffany and uh, just values in general. Values are great. Um, not having values is bad. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, everyone has values. It's just they're not, some people are not aware of what their values are. Well, some people actively work against their values. Mm. And um, some people are just bad people. And have bad values. Yeah, like, you know, being a bad person. Manipulating others, you know, general murder, like that kind of stuff. (laughs) Like, just actual bad people. Oh, Lord. I mean, you know, like, there is, you know, the murder channel. What channel do you guys all watch? ID! Investigation Discovery! That's what it's called. Dateline! Evil lives here! I met... I yeah. feel like I'm the only person who's not into murder. Oh, my God. I don't know what it is. It is a phenomenon. It's an unexplainable phenomenon because on paper, I should not like it. And it is on loop. It is what is running on my TV. Well, like, my mom's background. always been obsessed with murder. Like, I just, I everyone I know, it's like, I, I just, I don't. I, it's weirdly predictable. At least... Okay, so ID. Okay, I get that. Yeah, I get so it. It does what... follow the like, you know, <laughs> yeah. very, you know, like here this, then this, then this, then this. Yeah, and you know something crazy is going to happen that then you're just like, like that factor is like, holy shit, this is like crazy. Like these people are monsters. Like, and then it, <laughs> yeah. so it makes you, it makes you feel a little like you're on, more on the ground. I think it has something to do with my anxiety. I'm so like afraid all the time that I like the predictability of it. It's not surprising, like the content that's going to be in my face. And I just like sometimes just like, oh, my God, like these people 
I really messed up. Like, I'm okay, I guess. <laughs> oh, it's really scary though. But then like, I have noticed I look like over my shoulder a little more than I should. Like it does stay with you. It does like affect your daily living a little bit. But, you know, it's fun. Well, like there's a, there's a huge like cult following about it too. Like there's like solve a murder in a box. Subscriptions. Well, it's like, uh, what do you call that? It's like fascination, right? It's like, yeah. yeah. But no, but getting back to your point on like the growth spurt this year, I do feel that a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think it, it has a lot to do with, I mean, routine is one of those things yeah. that if you come back to things time and time again, you are going to grow. I think it has a lot to do with the Brandy episode where we talk about practice. When you come together. It's like we've seen a lot of proof of it this year via our conversations, I guess, and the community that's opened up. Yeah. And we want to grow. And in wanting to grow, you grow. Like, yeah. in, in taking a step forward. I feel like not only have I grown like emotionally and like I feel like I've grown up to me it's different like I've grown and evolved but I've also like grown up a little bit like I feel like you know I had a thought this month about you know everyone always says everything happens for a reason and I do believe that and I was thinking like you know you know shit that didn't work out like recent shit in like the past three years like my job and my relationship like things that you know I say, okay, well, they didn't work out, but it, it, you know, it has, there's a lesson interwoven somewhere and it must be for a reason and it's pushing me to a better thing. But if those things did work out, if people weren't, you know, if people didn't take me for granted or take advantage of me, like that would have been great too. Like I had this, like this thought that was like, you know, we always try to push ourselves to be grateful that it didn't work out, which is true. And I take, but like, also if it did work out, that also would have been great. Like maybe if like you didn't take people for granted, another good thing could have also happened. Like, you know, so I, I think that, but then I go, you know, but you can't live in that space because it's the past. And when you're looking forward and then I think, you know, cause for so long I was so, um, what did I say? Like, I feel like almost, teaching's been so good and I've been trying to make it work for myself but a lot of my like inner dialogue that's been going on for so long is saying well did you sell yourself short did you sell your dream short and I'm like well you know I for so long I only this kind of ties into what I said in our like one year of the podcast episode and what the podcast taught me but like for so long only the dream life will do was what was looping in my head but I feel like chasing the dream life whatever that even looks like like you know very little work for a lot of money and all this free time and pay all like you know it's just that's I felt like chasing that and waiting for like these people to realize that like hey I'm a value in your life and in your company like it just was exhausting and then I'm like I'm doing more now to not sell myself short by actually doing something that can make me take care of myself. Like, I don't know, when you hear sell yourself short, it means, you know, to not respect yourself enough. Like, I don't know, I, I just feel like 
I grew up because what is more, what is showing yourself more self-respect than being able to take care of yourself doing something? You know, I don't know. I'm getting. No, I think twisted. that's absolutely right. I think that last thing that you said is absolutely right. What is showing yourself more respect than being able to take care of yourself? And when you can't take care of yourself, being willing to ask for help, which is the other thing that you have done this year and you have gone far and away and beyond asking for help when you've needed it. You've gone to therapy. (laughs) You've found the right types of therapists for you. You have discovered parts of yourself that are unfounded before and you found your word you found and yeah all of that is uh, impossible without that basis of self-respect yeah and like i feel like our culture that we live in tries to put forth in your brain and in our brains as crafty as females like like only the dream scenario do like chase your dreams but it's that whole like pursuit of happiness idea versus happiness like you could be happy right you could be happy in doing something doable and real and within reach and and then allowing it to take care of you of yourself in a very real way to then have the space and the openness to create a dream life if that makes any sense as opposed to the pursuit of the dream life and everything else is falling to pieces alongside it that's how i was living for a long time and i feel like i've grown up in a way where i've realized I could take care of myself in a real way and the dream life could be built in the space that that gives me. This is so similar to a conversation that I had with my therapist um, about living my life with my headaches and exactly the same conversation that I had with my neurologist about living my life with my headaches And, you know, what is the pursuit of a perfect life? Like, what am I going to try to um, find every every obstacle? Like, am I I going to try to pursue every option to try to live a life without any headaches at all? Am I going to work and spend every minute of my time documenting every single headache so that we can try to find a, a cure for all of these things that are happening to me. Mm-hmm. No. Right. Because that's probably not possible. And I need to find a harmonious way to come together where I'm okay with having some headaches and living the life that I can in between those moments. And being happy with the balance, as much as we hate the word balance, of not being able to do some things because I have headaches at some times. But also being able to do 
a lot of the things that I want to do and being good at them 80 to 90% of the time. I don't need to strive for 100% perfection and get stressed out and make my life worse because of that. Amen, sister. Right. It's, it's not like that, that, that thing is not possible. It's that, it's that, it's, you know, I, I think of it as that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow that doesn't exist. Yeah. Arrival fallacy. Just enjoy the rainbow. (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. And what's funny is like, as you were talking about that and how, and as you were like, I just had the same conversation before when you related the story about finding your new headache medicine and like the person coming to your house and like being so happy that you had someone there. So I kind of had a similar experience in my therapy, um, last week and yesterday I go Fridays. Um, and I, so when you were talking, I was just thinking like, we've been friends for a whole year. Like, I wonder if our cycles are synced. Like, I just feel like we've just been like that sisterly kind of thing where like things seem to be happening to, happening to us similarly at the same time. But anyway, so I was in therapy and I was relating, this is for my OCD specifically. It was my OCD therapist. Um, and I was relating how the whole thing with John was, you know, I felt grief over it, but then I, I was feeling my body switch from real grief and sadness over it, which is real and I need to feel, to OCD anxiety about things that I was just getting like triggered by that I knew weren't real. So like I would look at my, my memory plan, like I literally just glanced down at my memory planner and my brain alarmed me going, oh my God, if you flip back through this book, you're going to see him littered all over it. Oh my God, he used to be here. Oh my God, what if you made the biggest mistake of your life? What if you're never going to be anyone? You know, so I felt it switch from, I'm so sad this didn't work out. Let me feel this to an imagined like panic that I made a mistake and now there's no getting him back. Like that's kind of how my OCD in the relationship world loops. And when I when I related this to my therapist in our session, I was speaking so fast and then I was jumping from thing to thing and he pointed out that that's what I do as a defense. I try to communicate is my number one value. I try to communicate my way. I I try to get ahead of the fear from catching up with me. So I try to explain like, well, this is why I thought that. And because of like, and he'll, he'll hear me go a mile a minute. And he stopped me and he said, this is what you're doing. I want you to be aware of it. And I just don't want you to talk. I just want you to, what is going through your brain? I said, okay, well, I'm nervous that I made a horrible mistake and I ruined my life and I'm never going to meet anyone else because he was it and I didn't give it enough time and I let him go. And now he's, then I was just saying it and I, it was basically exposure therapy by like an imagined scenario. This is, I'm learning all this through OCD. And so like, but in the same way as you had that person there with you through, to get you through this new experience of the headache, like I also was going through this new experience of sitting with the anxiety, not trying to get around it, not trying to get relief, not trying to run from it, not trying to get ahead of it, and just saying, right, like, this is existing in my body. It probably always will. It's going to run its course when it runs its course, but let's just be in the moment with it. And it's kind of like exactly like what you're saying. Like to, That's what I mean by like, new things I've realized, new ways I've grown up. Like it's just strategies and things I've never done before through therapy and through the podcast and through our conversations and just 
just like Brandy said in her episode, like when you opened up, things open up. And I just feel like being open to like fixing what feels wrong and getting to the bottom of things with professional help, like you're saying, asking for help, like, yeah, I don't know, like Merry being Christmas, Happy New Year. Open. It feels like a very Happy New Year conversation, I guess. Yeah. I think like, that's one of the things that I really wanted to get to in our episode here is like we're yeah. not because we're not really going to get into a lot of things until uh, until the middle or the end of middle or end of January. Uh, yeah. And so like with New Year is that I want the thing that I want everybody to do for the new year is be open to help. Be open to asking for help. Be open to accepting help when it's offered. Um, when people come over for Thanksgiving, I mean, Christmas, people are coming over for Christmas, but also (laughs) next year when people come over for Thanksgiving, um, and someone says, how can I help? Take a minute. Because also, if you don't have a minute to think about how someone can help, then you need a break. You need to take a second, breathe, and think about how someone can help. Even if it's just take these plates, put them on the table. Because that person wants to help. They want to be a part of whatever it is you're doing. And let them be a part of what you're doing. Because that's how we bond. That's how we create better relationships. That's how we make adult friends. By letting other people help us. And it is so hard. It is so hard to let other people help. Oh my god. It is... But then you get to a point where there's no other way to do it. And you don't want to get to that. But like, I feel like I, that's where I've been. Like, I've just been at a breaking point where I said, help, help. <laughs> like, it just, you run out of breath after a while and then someone has to come rescue you. Yeah. And it's really hard. To, at that point, it's really hard to communicate what you need. Yeah. And if you start at the beginning, it's a lot easier. Yeah. And it's better it's fun it's fun to do things together it's Mm -hmm. fun to do things with friends and i just i just want people in the new year to to do a better job everybody me amanda the whole world i want the whole world to do a better job of asking and accepting help and i think like for a lot of people again and women duh it's that oh no, not for me because I need to do for others. But when you ask for help, like I've had a personal experience where like I saw my cousin ask for, like he's been struggling with mental illness and I witnessed him ask for help and I texted him. I was like, because you asked for help, like that was my beacon to say, oh, that's how it's done. Like, and I made sure to tell him that. I'm like, I so appreciate you asking for help because it let me see how asking for help gets done and then I'm able to ask for help. So if it's hard for you to get over the fact that, oh God, I need help, I must be flawed and not perfect. Well, think about how asking for help is going to show someone else how to ask for help. Like, I just feel like that's a, what do you call that? Altruistic or... Yeah, mm-hmm. an altruistic way to get yourself help is to, to know that by getting yourself help, it's going to show someone else how to do it. And there there are so many ways to ask and receive help. You can literally ask someone to do the dishes or set the table yeah. or help you Wrap do a something. Present. Right, like... <laughs> yeah. Or you can 
ask for help that you need mentally or physically. Or offer help. Right. How can I help you? Not in like a customer service type of way, but. And, and I think that's, that's my message is it gets easier and know that people are there to help you. And even though it might be uncomfortable, it's, it's the first way to really being freed up that it isn't all on your shoulders. Like, yeah. Knowing that things are going to be okay. Yeah. That was proof in the pudding this year in teaching with my para. So like I'm the teacher, but she is her. She is just help. Like with a capital H E L P like I'm teaching, but she is there to help. And the other day, just this week, she was absent. And my principal said, do you want, are you going to be okay by yourself? And I was like, yeah, it's one day I got them like whatever. And a half hour later, the secretary said, I actually hired a para. Do you want the help? And in my head, I was like, ah, another person in the room. I don't know how they're going to be like, not really. But I said, yes. And let me tell you, the whole day, I was so grateful that she was in the room like I could have did it but just the fact that she was another body that was in tune to me that was ready to help I was like that was she was just such a blessing that I almost turned down and I was like why would I have turned that down right yeah why I don't know because you can do it yourself right no but why like why why (laughs) yeah I was so grateful I, and, I, and I think we ha- it's because women feel they have something to prove. And sure, we do. You know what it was? Why? It wasn't that I felt I had something to prove that I could do it myself. It's that I didn't want to feel like I had something to prove to her. If I was by myself, then I wouldn't have had another judgmental eye in there. But once I got over that, I realized, what the fuck is your problem? She wants to help like like right? she wasn't judging me not one second she was and just also wanting like, yeah she's getting paid let a woman get yeah. paid you know let a woman get paid and do what she wants to do which is help <laughs> and 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 i was I so happy if, she was there i'm so glad that we have these things that like we're starting to talk about yeah and have these conversations. And it's another great thing to be able to do is have these conversations about like, okay, it's Christmas time. You need the help. You got the help. You could have done it without your, without without her, but she gets to get paid before Christmas. You get an easier time, which is what you need. Yeah. And the kids get an easier time, which is what they need. Yeah. And everyone wins. It's a win, 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 win. It's all winning. I don't know what my problem is. It's yeah. it's just that little voice of like, oh, well, you know. Yeah. I'd rather not have new eyes on me. Fuck that. Like, get the help. Get the extra adult in the room. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was just like, that was a learning lesson. Good <laughs> learning I, lesson. Yeah. But great, I love that. Great I learning lo- lesson. I love that going into the new year. I love that possible season four tie-in theme because i absolutely love that just help and yeah i really like like that yeah 
and oh. it's working smarter, not harder, which works into this theme because we're meta like that, and it just comes back around. <laughs> yeah, I think that's – we really have gotten better at working smarter, not harder. Yes. And yeah, I, that's another thing. So let's end on that. I would love to know how you guys are working smarter, not harder. Um, we're going to continue with that theme into season – the back half of season three – over the next couple of weeks, we are going to give you remixed uh, episodes from The Vault. They're going to be awesome. They're our favorites. We will give you guys some new intros. Um, I think that this... I'm so I'm so excited. I'm so excited for Christmas. Actually, you know what? Hold on. What are you, what are you doing for Christmas? Well, it's my first Christmas sans a guy in my life. I mentioned that on Thanksgiving episode two. Broken record. Sorry. Um, so it's going to be... The girls, um, me and my sister, even though we have our own new apartments now, um, are going to sleep over mom so we don't, none of us wake up alone. And yeah, just early morning coffee with the fam. My cousin might come, so it might just be all us girls in pajamas by the tree. Ugh, I'm just like, it's what I need. And then it's one family for brunch, one family for dinner. Low key, relaxing. And then the rest of the week off is going to be my cats on the couch and the gym every day. That sounds amazing. It's fantastic. I'm my December daily. How about you? Wait, do you know what you're eating? Oh, well, it's going to be like a second Thanksgiving. And I want to hear all about it. Yeah. My uncle does uh, the same Christmas brunch every year and he has like buffet style like sterno trays and like ham egg and cheese on a croissant and like corned beef hash and like all the fun breakfast food yeah how about you Um, so my sister is coming over and we are doing uh the feast of the seven fishes on on christmas eve so we're doing uh ceviche and then seafood risotto um because we can't actually do seven different courses <laughs> for the three of us because that's just, insane. Just four fishes and then just have the other three intentions in your mind. <laughs> um, Swimming through the sea. Yeah. So she's bringing some fresh fresh seafood because she lives around the block from one of the best uh, seafood places in Chicago. And I'm really excited about that. So we'll have uh, some ceviche and then we'll have a seafood risotto that I'm like way excited about. Fun. And then we'll do brunch and dinner and i'm gonna try to make a porchetta for dinner which is it's a pork loin wrapped in a pork belly and it's all scored and it's tied up so that you like it's all you like layer spices and citrus zest and you wrap it all up and you tie it all up so it's like a circle like a big log yeah and you score the outside so it's crispy and you roast it in the oven for hours. Have you made this before? I have not made it yet. So it's a recipe that you looked up and you're like, yes. <laughs> well, I, I had it when we went to uh, Smorgasburg in Brooklyn about six years ago. And I've seen it made several times on various shows and stuff. And it's, I'm And it's just really, been on your I'm, mind. Yes, it's been on my mind and I'm dying to make it. And then you slice it and you have it as like sandwiches or yeah. like meats. And I'm really, I'm really yeah. excited. I have yeah. to start preparing it tomorrow. So it's the 22nd. Um, I have to start preparing it and put it in the fridge and like 
wrap it and tie it. Yeah. So I'm re- I'm really excited for that. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. So like, tell guys, you have to tell us what you're doing. I know this is coming out on Christmas Eve. So yeah, Discord us. Uh, instagram us tell us all the things you're doing we were so excited we just wanted to make sure that this was supposed to be a really short episode we said 20 minutes on the text message we we, said 20 minutes every episode since we started it's a joke we we like literally can't we just literally have to talk for an hour each week that's what we do yeah um so we hope that you have the merriest of christmases and the happiest of new years and yeah we do we will catch you guys for the tiniest little bits over the next couple of weeks yeah and then we will be back mid-january end of january mid to the end of january yeah but we're available on the discord instagram we'll chat with you guys we love you guys um and also if you have felt that you got even a dollar's worth of value out of this podcast at all ever then come and support us on patreon and you'll get behind the scenes stuff. You'll get access to more Discord channels. You'll get book club and everything. And we love you. And thank you to all of our patrons for supporting this show. It would not be possible without you. You pay for all of our fees. You pay for everything. You make sure that everything goes up on Monday mornings. You are the amazing thing that lets this podcast come out every Monday. We love you and thank you for all the support. Have the best holidays, and we will see you again in 2019. Wow! Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.